0: The power of no. Many times we find ourselves saying yes when we wish we could have said no to a request for help from a family friend, family member or colleague. No matter how big the imposition or request or how much it impacts our plans, monopolizes our times or drains our energies, we often struggle with sometimes just saying no let's examine why we find that little word so hard to say and learn to embrace the power of no for many of us saying no to a request that disrupts our plans no matter what the circumstances is tough we often find ourselves saying yes almost automatically even when we wish we could have said no you may feel that it is rude selfish or inconsiderate to withhold support from someone who is asking for your help. You may have been brought up to believe that to maintain good friendships, family and work relations, you need to be a giving person or someone who puts in the needs of others first, that being generous with your time is what good people do. If so, you like many other people have been automatically saying yes for so long that you're afraid that saying no might come as an unpleasant and unexpected shock to people that you've been pleasing for so long, as long as you can remember. People-pleasing. There are many reasons we get stuck in patterns of people-pleasing, saying yes when we wish we could have said no, or at least some of the time. You might want to be seen as nice, generous, and kind. At work, you might want to be seen as hardworking, a team player, a dedicated professional. Furthermore, the last thing you wanna do is offend friends, family members, or associates by appearing selfish or uncaring. Like most people, you say yes because you want to be liked and to maintain good relations, even though at times, you know you're doing it at your own expense, sacrificing you. The high cost of yes. Here's an example. It's Friday night, and after a long, hard week, Sam is exhausted and looking forward to nothing and doing nothing but relaxing and catching up on a few household chores. Then the phone rings, and it's a friend requesting his help with a chore that they can't manage on their own, something that will eat up most of the coming day for Sam. Without missing a beat, Sam agrees to help them as he feels obligated to be a good friend. Sam's friend has no idea that that's the last thing he wants to do and that there's a little bit of resentment he holds on to for this pretty big favor being asked of him on short notice. Sam is now paying a high cost for saying yes when he would rather have just simply said no. He has neglected his need for downtime, is tired. His plans to relax and take care of his personal errands after a tough week are ruined. He will have now accumulated fatigue that will affect him physically and emotionally. Sam failed to protect what he wanted for himself, his health and his time. And he was inauthentic in relating to his friend. His lack of authenticity hurts both Sam and his friend, who needs to learn not to overburden and impose or take advantage of other people without actually asking to see if, you know, he had other plans or needed the rest. When we are inauthentic, we let ourselves down by not putting our needs first. We present an image of ourselves to the world that is not entirely truthful. We people-please then self-care. And for the person making requests on our time, we often deny them the opportunity to learn to be more resourceful and self reliant in their own life or expand on their skill set to learn something on their own to do. Getting comfortable with guilt. When we finally manage to muster up the courage to say no, or we have the choice to say no due to other commitments. What often shows up? Guilt. Guilt often shows up. Here's what that's all about. When guilt shows up in your life, it's a signal that someone wants something from you that is different from what you want from yourself. It's as simple as that. The next time you think about saying no to a request that imposes on your plans, time or energies, ask yourself, what is it I want? versus what does somebody want from me? This clash of intentions is exactly what guilt shows us and what guilt is about. When guilt shows up, it's giving you a choice. Do I want to put myself first or do I want to put my needs on the back burner and take care of someone else's needs at my expense? Many times good self-care and self-love is about putting yourself first, before you put others first. When you have abundance of energy, then you can put other people first. The power of no. Once you learn to reframe feelings of guilt that come up for you when somebody imposes on your time, saying no will become a little bit easier. Before you know it, you will be harnessing the power of no and taking control of your time energy and space and you won't end up feeling depleted and diminished by making promises or sacrifices that leave you depleted and disappointed in yourself which oftentimes spills over onto others saying no to a request when you want to say no does not make you mean thoughtless or uncaring after all good relationships are not merely transactional they are built on the foundation of being authentic and mutual respect learning to say no enables you to express your true feelings in the moment establish healthy boundaries and put your needs right where they belong at the top of your list you're a vip a very important person by taking care of you you have more energy and abundance to take care of others as a caring person with healthy personal professional relationships. There will of course always be times when you sometimes will say yes to a request to help. But incorporating the power of no into your life and into your relationships is an important skill that will serve you throughout your entire lifetime. After all, you need to add you into the equation of your life. You matter, your energy matters, your physical Your mental and your vitality matters. Knowing when to say no. Check in. Check in with yourself when you're feeling run down or depleted. Carve out time to rest and relax when you need it. Protect the finite resources of your energy and your time. You matter. Align yourself with the way you wish to spend your time. Set healthy boundaries for yourself and others. This will teach people who rely on you more than they should. And it will teach you how to be more self-sufficient. It will teach people how to be more self-sufficient and help you also stake a claim in your time and energy. After all you do matter, teaching people how to treat you is important. Stand up for yourself and your plans even when you plan to do nothing. Doing nothing is doing something. Get comfortable with feelings of guilt that arise when you say no to a request. Take your guilt as a sign and a signal that you're putting yourself first. That's called good self-care, not selfishness. Self-care. That's important.